All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Coming from uh, really, really sunny Sydney. Absolute sarcasm. It's been pissing down for all week and it's probably going to keep going. So we're going to be on a pretty heavy track come Saturday. Um, if you don't, uh, if you're not part of the Facebook group, please join in. There's a couple of hundred people in there now coming into autumn and coming into the footy season. There's going to be plenty of tips and stuff happening throughout uh, the next coming months. I'll blow my own trumpet. I think I got something like eight out of ten at Sydney's on the weekend. I think, I think another tipster did Brad Davidson. He did pretty well. Um, fat day for myself, really good day for Tom as well, who's joining me. Tom got his multi-up that he put on the podcast last week. That was 50 bucks into about two and a half grand if you followed him. Hope you did. Got the quaddy up as well. Tommy, good day, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. Uh, pretty Really good day. We um, got the multi-up, probably um, had home affairs each way, probably could have gone on the nose. And um, I think that was one other thing I took out as well that got up, so... Uh, it was pretty good. I had a scratching out of the quaddy, which made the quaddy pay a bit better. And um, yeah, a few a few things we liked. I think Coey came pretty close. And yeah, as you said, um, a few things you liked got up as well. And yeah, just finished finished the day in front, which was nice. I think I, when we talked last week, I was so iffy. I'm like, fuck, if, if Rose Hill was going to be the same as it was the meet, two meetings beforehand and putting out tips early and whatever. And... I just sort of, I thought, oh, I'm just going to have it. And you could see straight away the track played pretty fair. I think I took whatever one in the first and that came from back and wasn't total leader bias, was it? Yeah, not really. But um, yeah, it, it, it was a lot more fair than a couple of weeks ago. But we saw some horses really um, flourish still on that track when we saw Best of Bordeaux get up. Um, one I tipped on the podcast and I forgot to back. And now it's, now it's right in the money for the slipper as well. So it was... Um, yeah, it, it was good to see it and X-Pac. And there was still a couple of leaders, but you're right, there was some uh, horses running on towards the end. And War Eternal in the last was a great win from yeah. uh, coming through. And another one another one I backed, which uh, was a great watch, but uh, just getting for second was no compromise. Uh, J4 ducking and weaving and then flying home late for second. Um, I think it's um, once it steps up to over 2,000, we'll definitely be following it. What did you make at Animo? Yeah, it was sort of a tough one. It, it, it did enough to get home. Um, I sort of spoke about Halal first up that uh, I don't want to ride that horse off. And I think Pikey got the best out of him. And I seen Pikey riding a bit more for the Hawks. And I, I think Halal was huge. I think it just stepped up to Animo. And I, I still think the more uh, runs Animo ha- has, the stronger it'll be. And I think if it goes to Ranwick as well, I think it, it becomes a much stronger horse. But um, looking at the Guineas market, it's – yeah, it's um, – you probably don't want two dollars. You 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 still got to remember Profondo's got to come back and what um what he got to in only its three runs last prep was incredible. So um yeah, it's it's shaping up, mate. There's what five group ones this weekend and. Um, it's really exciting time of the year. It's a good time. Uh, when speaking at Animo, I spoke to Paul Joyce on Sunday, and obviously, for anyone that doesn't know, he manages Tommy Berry for, well, as of now and as of the last couple of months. Uh, he was saying that Godolphin, because obviously Hugh was sick in the morning and they had to quickly get rides for all of his rides, and they called up Paul. Tommy had a scratching in the main race, the Hobartville, you know, four hundred thousand dollar race, and they're like. I'm just wondering, is Tommy available for the Hobartville? Paul said he was just like, oh, let me just check the diary. I'm sure he's all right. Just let me check. And then fucking he gets it. But he copped, <laughs> he, he copped, a, um, he copped a six-meeting suspension too for the last 50 sort of going in on ranch hand. I thought that was 
stiff, like super stiff, but they wanted Animo and they want to keep Tommy apparently. And then if he t- if he started from Sunday, that means he can ride around with Guinea's Day. And that's yeah, right. So yeah, he took it straight away. And um, look, it, yeah, I think everyone did think it was a bit um, harsh. But listening to Tommy, he was on um, Thoroughbred Weekly the day after, and it's said that something he's just got to get out of his riding, and he. He has done it before, and um, he was very gracious in taking it, and it's good to see he's just copped it, and he'll be back quickly. So, um, yeah, I, I think Tommy's in for a huge, huge carnival. The the two people I'm expecting to have a massive carnival, though, uh, Willie Pike was in three photos. He's riding amazing, eh? yeah. Uh, and just, just getting the back markers home. There's, there's, um, and then he was on the trials on Monday, riding some uh, really good horses for the Hawks. I... I I think he's gonna have a massive, um, a massive couple of months. Yeah, yeah. He's um that ride he did on Animo was um, picture perfect. I think I know that he got suspended, but he fucking got the horse home. It was really good. Um, if, uh, once uh, a couple more things. Uh, I, I mentioned to you boys just through like group chats and stuff. Greece. So Greece is the other two year old that Kieran Ma has, and there's, there's been heaps of chats about it, about its trials and whatnot, and. I remember saying, like, jump on this. It's 50s for the slipper, 50s for the Percy Sykes or whatever. And I jumped on just before that second trial the other day. And pretty much straight away for both of those, it go, it's into, like, 15, I think. Um, I know it needs to have a run to get into the slipper, which, you know, who knows. Cool and gutter supposed to be going around this week. Not sure how it would go in the heavy 10. Um, but this grease thing looks um looks really good. I'm pretty stoked on for the Percy Sykes. Uh, full, full sister to loving Gabby. Yeah. And we saw what she managed to get up to, winning a couple of Group Ones in her career, um, and a big opinion. And uh, there's every chance McDonald has still got that um, that connection with Coolmore that um, we saw it last year. He jumped off, um, uh, stayed inside to ride Home Affairs in the slipper, and um, stayed inside obviously went on to run, uh, to win the slipper. So could we see it again? He he came back from Hong Kong and made sure he was. Available to ride um, Cool and Gatter, but I can't see. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it later with Cool and Gatter, but I don't know if Cool and Gatter is going to um, run this weekend. I don't think it will. If it doesn't, I, I can't see it running next weekend against Greece. So could it go fresh straight into the slipper? That's that's the other thing. Yeah, unless they just don't push Greece for the slipper and push Greece for it later or whatever. Who knows? A few things on Melbourne before we get stuck into a Ramwick. Um, before we talk about Nature Strip's run, I don't know how much you were watching it, but obviously for myself that sits on social media for the tab all day on a Saturday, the amount of backlash and carry on about the nom rule, you know how um, in the in the quaddy all of a sudden uh, pinstriped or whatever, one of them forgot you was the sub, pinstriped was the favourite or whatever, I think they were equal favourites and all this shit, but... Pinstriped was the sub for the big six, but forgot you yeah. was the sub for the quaddy. And so, so the rule is, um, it's different in different states. And I think the Queensland quaddy paid about half of what the Victorian quaddy paid because of the sub rule. And basically, in Victoria, I think it's um, there was like two cents difference in it, but because the tab treat them as both four dollar sixty instead of like four dollar sixty eight that they go for the amount of money on the horse, yeah, not correct. the price, like when, when the prices are equal. And then with the big six, because it shuts at the sixth last race, obviously the prices could be different then. So they've had to make a call then. Most money back to pinstripe. So 
that's the rule. Yeah. So it's a bit of a shit system, but everybody knows it's going through it. So like, you can't. Why was it? Yeah. It's a very shit rule, but like, we, we, it blows up every time it happens. But they're the rules. Like, you look, I can't yeah. think of. You look no at, one's come up with a better rule. You look at Forgot You that was like quite higher in the fixed odds price, but um, shorter in the tote. And I was confused too. So I I reached out to one of the tab bookies, like the senior trader, and they're like, "What's the story?" And he sent me a thing just saying, "Look, someone just must have had a a good whack on the tote." Like late, and that's just what's happened. So they're holding a lot more money in the tote. But anyway, that was um that was some good carry on. Um, I know that you were pushing home affairs. You're pushing home affairs big time just for even a place, right? Um, there was a bit of talk about GTRA. Super disappointing. Came last and was never in it. But Nature Strip, bit of a bit of an awkward start, and somehow went down point one of a length. Um, would have saved every corporate bookie in the tab a lot of money going down and a lot of people's multis and stuff. But Home Affair is pretty strong. But I think Nature Strip, if it gets out clean and has a proper ride or a clear run, I think it uh, wins pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, you, you got to look at Nature Strip. There's so much happened out of the barrier. And um, people are saying that that loss in coming seconds probably would have one of the best first, uh, his best first up runs. I mean, yeah. he copped a bump, then a squeeze, and then he was still so tough to come um come onto the back of home affairs and still get to second but i still i still got to say that home affairs was really strong home affairs would have been looking for nature strip mm. to take up that lead or eduardo to maybe even be a bit more positive and then all of a sudden mcdonald finds himself out in front on home affairs and we saw that that great win in the coolmore where it sits on the back of um a couple of runners and then takes off so all of a sudden, first up on a three-year-old against these big horses. I know it's only a thousand meters, but then he's got to take it up to him, and then he's got to lift again. And you've got the world's best, the world's two best sprinters coming for you, and then to hold both of them off over a thousand meters. I still think that's massive from Home Affairs. Yeah. It's probably it's probably way better for Nature Strip, but I think take no knock Home Affairs. McDonald was really strong on it, and yeah, it's it's really going to be interesting to see that both these horses because I think they'll both go overseas. Yeah, yeah, it was bloody strong. Um, cool race. I love those. I love those sprints. Other thing, but um, and there was a bit of mail that we got. So we mentioned at the end of the podcast last week that Kohai uh, bumped into Wild Rulers track work rider at the kebab shop about midnight, and the guy said it was absolutely flying. So look, yeah. I think it's a pretty good chance this weekend. Oh, massively. Um, I think it's been a bit uh, forgotten about because of the big weight. Um, Marabi's a freak, we understand that. Yeah, a freak, uh, Minaj as well, and a lot of people rating those sort of horses on like potential. But uh, Wild, you look at the likes of Wild Rule and Jonker, they're proven Group 1 winners now down in Melbourne and um, beating some of their sprinters. I I sort of, I've got to think Wild Rule is really fit and ready to go as well. I plenty of support for it. So I, I'm pretty pretty confident in the draw. The Yeah, Marabai and... Um, who was the other one that's drawn to was uh, Minaj. I think they're the two massive dangers and um, Oxley Road as well, uh, massive as well. But yeah, it's going to be, um, it's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty keen. Um, all right. Well, let's go straight into Ramwick. Um, anyone that doesn't know or whatever, we've been copping an absolute bucket load of rain for the last couple of days and it doesn't look any like it's stopping anytime soon. It's a heavy nine at the moment. We're expecting some rain tonight. We're expecting some rain Friday. So, 
Either way, it's going to be a heavy track, and we kick things off with a highway, a thousand meters of the best as well. So Salir is the favourite. Cam Crockett, five bucks, a little bit of a drift for Reese Jones. He's claiming two. Uh, Shelby sixty six. Pikey's aboard for Danny Williams. Um, good money for Pretty Woman. I know a couple of people have tipped this already. Tyler's on there claiming two. That's ten bucks already into six. Then we've got Devil's Triangle, Prince Nakoni, uh, a few more out there. But good money for this pretty woman. Tyler claiming two? Yeah, massive. Um, there's a bit of a question whether it's going to run or not. It it has drawn a wide gate, but there, yeah, a lot of potential in this horse, especially as a two-year-old coming through now. It's uh, tried pretty well, and I think if it runs um, runs here, it's um, it's got to be a massive chance. The other one is Salir. I think it's it's uh, looking good. Shelby 66 was super tough in... Um, getting just beaten by, was it, Golden Point. Um, yep, yep. And now it's a mile back to 1,000. It's really interesting. Danny Williams is going to back it up, but his horse loves loves the wet. So you've got to think a heavy 10, first race of the day. Shelby's got to be really in it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously we're doing this on Thursday night, so there could be plenty of scratchings before then. So... We hope everyone's doing the heavy form, but um, race two is the midway, 1,100 metres, 72. Delexo is the fave. Um, Christian Buchanan's horse, James Innes Jr. is aboard. It's ha- hasn't really run in the heavy. It's had a couple. Of, it's had a win on the soft, but this is a horse I liked last time it ran around. I think it came third or something last start, but Key Largo's there. That's six bucks and a 460. J-Max back riding in Sydney. That's $6 to 460. We've got Mayro switched, Dalat. More Sundays are there as well, but this is tough, Tommy. I've got nothing here. Well, uh, the big money for Kilago is McDonald has jumped off to Lexo to ride Kilago. So uh, McDonald off in this on. You think a lot of people following McDonald onto that Kilago ride, so might have to steer you that way. But the other one I don't mind is Dalahat, um, go or the big D, as Darren Flindell calls it. He's a uh, part owner in the horse for Nathan Doyle. Yeah, I, th- I think it rides really well fresh. We saw it get to a four pillars uh, last start, and it's trialled really well. And I think Pike on only helps this horse. So I like Dalahat. I think more Sundays can maybe throw up something. It's um, been pretty consistent as of late and so switch, but um, money for Kilago, you can see why. And I, I think Dalahat at $10 is a good each way bet. Cool. Dalahat, Pikey's aboard. More Sundays. Huey's uh, riding for Kavanagh and coming off four winners today at Newcastle too, Huey. Um, Rustic Steel, very good today. Um, race three, the Sweet Embrace. Cool and Gutter is the fave for J-Mac. Um, still iffy it's go, if it's going to run. Like, who knows if it's got, how is it going to go in the heavy? It had a run in the software at one, but yes, it is three from three. But look, if it comes out, expect deductions. And I've already backed Lady Laguna. So if it comes out, I'll be getting peanuts for mine. Um, Extravagant Star is 420. Been back to pretty much um, 550 into four bucks. Pretty much Extravagant, extravagant Star, obviously, for Tony and... Uh, Thing you know, Calvin McAvoy. Um, then we go straight out to nine bucks and a couple of higher odds. Pretty much a three. Do you think Cool and Gutter is going to go around? No, I, from what I keep hearing, I, I don't think so. Especially um, the rain that we're meant to get. I think it. I, I I don't see the need to. It could just have a hit out. It, it was meant to trial last week too, and it didn't. So maybe they're just erring on the side of caution with Cool and Gutter. So look, yeah, if it, if it does run, it's it's still going to be a bit of a query with um with the wet track form and. Lady Laguna was so impressive on the wet. So uh, a lot of good judges are tipping Lady Laguna. But Extravagant Star, I'm a massive fan. I think it's just gone from strength to strength and we still haven't uh, tapped into the potential of this horse. Um, I know Tony said after the, the last run, he just sort of keeps doing everything asked of him. With um, Obviously, it's pulled up pretty well after that last win where it's it's beaten some handy types and 
going on towards a slipper now, and he he could have he could have gone to a blue diamond and probably run favourite or close to it and be really well to win a Group One down there. But he's having a crack at a slipper, and I, I think he's got a really strong one here. I'm on a extravagant star all in, so and if Colin Gatter comes out, uh, I can still get a bit of a price. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Zach. I think it's out of the top three for sure. Um, can't can't talk you out of Lady Laguna on the wet form, and Colin Gatter is Colin Gatter. That's right. I look at Lady Laguna. Like you said, we have it's had a win on the heavy. Annabelle's a freak. Huey's a freak. And I think Colin Gatter might not run. So it might just be about out of the top two. Um, the Skyline, another group two. We've got El Padrino. This is $6 a field, so it's pretty open. We've got Keegan Latham riding for Kieran Maher and David. At six bucks, Rise of the Masses at six fifty. A little bit of coin for Custodian for Anthony and Sam. That's what J Max riding. We got Jamaldi uh, for Button. We got Sandpaper, Huey Bowman. We got Man in the Mirror, Sweet Ride, Peace Officer. There's look, it's a pretty good race actually, Tommy. Um, six dollars a field doesn't help though, does it? Yeah, no, there's some good prices for a few. I mean, Sandpaper is a bit of a roughie. Um, uh, there's a great story about Jamaldi as well. Uh, Tom Button came down from the Sunshine Coast. Originally from up near Rockhampton, I think Thangul sort of area, one of the country tracks around there. And uh, Ray Thomas wrote in the Telegraph that he uh, it was only something like five to ten years ago that he was he was in Iraq fighting um, after being a jockey and sort of not being able to make weight. Mm. He didn't really know what to do, and he's gone overseas and uh, defended defended our country. And now he's come back and doing really well, training some horses for some friends and some good owners around Rocky and. He's never even been to Randwick, and now he's got a runner uh, potentially going toward a Golden Slipper, having two wins. Um, it's a great story in Jamelzi, and I know uh, Racing HQ are going to interview him on Saturday morning, so listen out for that one. It, it could just be a good story. Um, El Padrino, I, I backed him in the win two starts ago. Uh, it wasn't too too bad last start, but I think um, some better horses in it. But, yeah, there's, it's a really tough race, custodian. A lot of hype around McDonald rides for the Freedmen. I, I actually, I don't mind Man in the Mirror. It had that one impressive run, and it's it's trialled okay since. Pike on Phoenician, she's um she's flying at the moment, and she's got Sweet Ride and a couple other runners in Melbourne as well in the two year old ranks and Nobel in this race. So I might have a little bet on uh, Man in the Mirror, but it's a very very open race. Super open. I'm um, having might have a little spec on Sweet Ride. Um, the other Annabelle one. Um, race five, the Liverpool City Cup. So Quantico, uh, open 360, 370. So pretty bang, bang on. Ellsberg is there. Barrier 10 for Gerald and Sterling. Timmy Clark aboard, 440. Um, it's had a win in the heavy. It's had a place in the heavy. So it's got some form. Alligator Blood is nommed 850 to 750. Had a great trial the other day. Um, was really impressive since it's been uh, getting trained by, from Gay and Adrian. A tissues there, J Mac and uh, Walla, 10 to 750. We go out to Riadini, my old uh, sparring partner. I love him. I love Riadini. Brutality's there. Superium chat. Arameo, pretty good race. Very good race. Um, there's a bit of talk a tissue could come out. Uh, a big fan of that horse. Not super confident with the rain here. Big, big. Uh, a lot of people not expecting Quantum to go to run either. It's um, it just doesn't go a yard in in the wet. So we could get a completely different market mm. with a couple of those coming out. Um, really interesting with speed, Zach. I mean, you talk about Riadini just only knows one way. Alligator Blade came out and really sort of try to step its authority on it as well. But um, they're both trained by Gain uh, Gain Adrian, so you wouldn't think they'd take on uh, each other on too much and cancel each other out. Uh, chat's a, a good one in here. Um, even even at a big price, I don't mind Blue Soldier. Um, first up for David Payne on Hawkesbury on a wet track last start. Uh, last first up prep did really well and um, 
Well, that with Montefilia last start as well, maybe an each way place, but I, I sort of got to wait till race day because I think this market is going to change completely. But Alligator Blood, um, it would be really interesting to see if we can get back to what it used to be. What about Poetic Charmer? It's at 23 bucks, six bucks the place. It's hard to win in the heavy. I think that's pretty overs. Yeah, yeah, massively. Um, again, like it's there's just so much to still play here, so it's one of those ones I think it'll wait till race day, but yeah, Poetic Charmer definitely sort of. Can run a massive race. All right, the guy Walter is race six. Ice bath, J Mac and Brad Witt up two dollars thirty. Um, pretty good in the slop. We got forbidden love for the Bo- uh, for the Bowman's Huey's riding for Richard and Michael. Um, two start, two three starts in the heavy, two wins. So forbidden love's good there. We got promise of success at six fifty, being backed from eleven dollars. So good money for that. We got Vangelic, Kiku, Mirror Vision, Nimali. What else we got? Harmony Rose. That's on a little bit of a drift. But um, is this just ice bath to lose? Mate, I, I looked looked early on the week, and that was the only horse I wanted to sort of be with. It, ha- it hasn't drawn great, but it still um, can get to a good spot there. I think if Forbidden Love is flying, and I don't think the wet will handle it, uh, I will harm it too much. So I think Forbidden Love um, won its group one on this day last year, and I think it it's it's the next be- uh, next best in the market, and it's going to do really well. But I just think if all things suit Ice Bath, I think it's going to run really well. Nash rides Kicker, and I think after it's had two runs, two really solid runs around some good form, it might be able to go all right. But 235 Ice Bath's really short, but I just think it wins this race. Have to agree. Um, yep, two dollars thirty. It's even been a little bit of drift, so you might even get more more for a day. Open two bucks. So big race of the day. First leg of the quaddy, the tab chipping Norton at stakes. We got very elegant. The great one, two dollars eighty to three bucks. We got think it over for Kerry Parker and Nash three sixty. Colette, everyone knows what Colette can do in the slot. We got top ranked. Um, obviously having its first um, or first run for a while. It's had. What a couple of trials. So top ranked is going around for Hugh Bowman and Annabelle. We got Montefilia, Stockman, Maximal, Hungry Heart. Great run. Great race. We got even Mount Popper there. Pikey's aboard. I'm going to have to be with Very Elegant. I, th- I know some people will try and bag its last run, but it wasn't that bad. Um, think it over. Hasn't done too much in the real heavy track. So I th- I'm with Very Elegant or Colette. I'm a bit scared of top ranks. Not sure what to expect there, but give me some Very Elegant thoughts. Yeah, I- I'm I'm with her too. I think... Um she definitely uh, – she she never does do that well first up. I know she won a Winks um, first up uh, last year, but uh, normally she doesn't go too well. And I think off her Melbourne Cup win prep as well, um, she she was always going to struggle first up. And I, I didn't think she was that, that bad. She she found the uh, rail and still ran home. Not not bad at all. I, I, yeah, I think in the wet over a mile, she, she suited really well here. Colette, Colette, um, I would much rather see Colette have another run. She she, not, she never goes too great second up, and she was flying late first up and putting a lot of work there, but um, we know how well she does in the wet. She she won that uh, Golden Eagle really well mm. coming from last, Hurts. coming around yeah. a mall in that, on that heavy 10. Um, but that think it overwin was – that was something else. And if if this horse just keeps doing what it does and um, – it's been so strong and tough. It, it wouldn't surprise me if it if it beats a field like this because it just does everything asked of it, and it's it's put all these wins together in a row. But I, I've got to be with very elegant. Um, top rank does scare me too, mate. Like uh, uh, all its wins overseas, apparently a first up, and it, it goes really well first up. And 
Uh, it's run in the Hunter. Was really good, and yeah. they want they wanted to give it a test, have a have a decent spell, and then come back and target some of these races. So um, I know uh, Annabelle really wanted this horse, and so did Australian Bloodstock, and they both ch- kept trying to outbid each other, and then they decided, look, we're getting nowhere here, costing the world, uh, costing both of us a lot of money. Let us buy it and let us uh, go halves and it, give it to you and uh, see what we can do with this horse. So um, I'm really interested to see where Top Rank can get to, but I think I'll just watch in this race. Um, Montefiore is going to be interesting to see what it does this prep. Stockman on a really, really heavy track. We've seen some a bit of support for it. And it, I, look, I think it's a bit off some of these horse, but this, this really bad weather brings it right back. Um, to the field, uh, Mount Popper has had a massive win on the wet as well. So I, I'm really wary of Mount Popper. I reckon it's an each way bet as well. But I think I'm going very elegant. Me too. Let's go very elegant. The surround is race eight, 1,400 metres. Espiona, really good horse. Um, we know it didn't win last start. It lost to Fangirl. Fangirl's in this race as well. So Espiona, $2.10. Fangirl, four twenty. Huey's aboard. Fangirl, we go to Jamia. Brock Ryan's aboard for Robert and Luke. Zuzarella's a horse. I've already actually backed this all in. I backed it at 26 and it's 21, so I didn't really get much of a price. But that's Chad Schofield and Anthony and Sam Friedman. Drew, 17. That helps. Great. Yearning, never been kissed. Four moves ahead. Hinged. They're all there as well. Um, is this pretty much the top two? Uh, going off last run, you'd have to say that. I mean, uh, Fangirl was really impressive. Espiona sort of got caught in front uh, going a bit early and Fangirl stood it up. So, look, um, the barriers aren't great for him. But I, I think we've seen a really star field. I mean, we've, we've seen never been kissed, yearning for uh, Group 1 winners and then four moves ahead and Jamea have won some big races and even Hinge and uh, Star Tante has won a big race as well. So, uh, Shahonka went up to the... Um, Magic Millions and did pretty well up there as well. So, look, I, I think it's not as lopsided as the market said, but they, they are the rightly the two favourites. But I think four moves ahead at $26 is well over, so I'll, I'll be backing it um, because I don't think it's that far away from this field and its heavy form is really good, especially national board. Uh, same with Startante. So I think um, the last, uh, last two runs have been pretty strong and I think this horse taking a bit more... Uh, bit longer to get fit and I think it's right up to this sort of grade as well and the heavy track it'll go really well in it but yeah out of out of the top two fan I, I was on fan, fangirl first up and it, it looked like it could go further and I think it's going towards an oaks and I think it's going to be a very good horse I've been with it uh, every start and I can't jump off now so fangirl is definitely the uh, bet but some maybe each way bets on four moves ahead and start hunters to place yeah, and I, th- I don't think the, the barriers at that time of the day will probably be too much of a hindrance. I know they've drawn wide, but that could actually, who knows, could work in their favour. But um, we go to race nine, 2,000 metres. Uh, towards the end of a meeting, we've got Yee Yee going around. Timmy Clark and Walla. Obviously, it's had a couple of wins in the heavy. It's $6 favourite. Outlandos is there for John Sargent. Huey's aboard. A little bit of a drift to 650. Through Irish Eyes, bit of money into 650. We've got Arctic Thunder at nines, Mr. G at nines, and double figures. Uh, for other ones, Galaxy Bell, Rachel King and Chris Lees, that's already been back 19 into 11. No starts on the heavy, though, but obviously some people think this uh, might have a chance. Galaxy Bell. Yeah, definitely. Um, we sort of messaged our mate Alex. He's got a few friends in the ownership, and they were pretty excited about it last start, and um, it just never looked into it, into the Kensington meeting. It, it, it got way too far back. I was on it at Newcastle. I, I think there's a lot of upside to this horse, and I think low weight, if we get a nice even track, I think it's going to be right there as well. And 
in $11 to find out. I think that's a great bet. Yeah, uh, Outlandos was really, really good last start, and he, he's sort of got to take that, um, especially when you're getting 650 to continue onto that form. There's um, Easy Campy's been really consistent around the money, sort of every run. It was a bit disappointing last start, but I still think that it's going to do something as well. It's sort of be in that top three, so maybe an each way bet. But I'm going to be with the money for Galaxy Bell. I think I think it's a good bet with um, not a weak field, but uh, definitely an even one and uh, something something with a potential like it. I think can really step up. Rachel King, 52 kilos, yeah, Galaxy Bell. Good price. I think we can still take 11s. I think 11s is probably still good. We go to the last and a bit of a sprint towards the end. So your Maltai is the fave. Sammy Clipperton and Fogden. Been back to 290 to 240. Good money for Gravina as well. Nash aboard for Godolphin. Strong barrier 11, 6 to 420. We got the Bopper going around at 460. Then we're straight out to double figures with Robo Deera, Taksu, Turnstile, In and Up. Uh, in and up has pretty much halved its quote. It's had a couple of wins on the heavy. Brenton's aboard. Good on Brenton. Um, back in the winner's circle, I think he's had two wins, I think, this week. He had a pretty good interview with Anthony the other day as well after he um, after his first win back. But uh, thoughts in the last? Mate, speaking of interviews, I, I do love seeing Bjorn win the last because... Oh, God. Mate, he is... Yeah, he, he's high-fiving everyone, having the best <laughs> time of his life. So um, I don't mind seeing Bjorn get up to the last at all, but... Uh, there's two horses I want to talk about. I've, I've been on the bopper sort of every start this prep, and I think you can uh, – I, I do like Huey on it. I, he's always pretty close, and I think he just got beaten by the better horse last um, last start, Rule of Law. I, I can't take much um, away from it because Rule of Law has gone on and won again, and that, I think that form line's pretty strong. So um, I think the bopper is a good bet, but the, the one that terrifies me is the Gravina. I think it's come yeah. back from McElzine, um the wet – I don't think the wet's an issue at all. Maybe it might need to run first up, but yeah, I, I think it's a really talented horse. And yeah, now being gelded Nash aboard, I think it it can be um, right around the money. They're the two that I'm sort of looking at. Anything you want to mention in Melbourne before we do a multi, mate? Um, that blue diamond really sort of um, has tough. had me spinning. I've sort of changed changed my mind a few times, but I think the one I've landed on is um, the Peter Galagotis runner in Miss Rose, Rosiano. Yeah, Rosiano, uh, 10 bucks. Yeah, I, I think it gets the lead. And I, I, Look, if it if it's anything like its first up run or even its last run, it, it's going to be close. And you're getting 10 bucks. It's it's such an open race. Um, I think anything could happen with a few of these, but I, I think I want to be that. At least it'll give me a good sight and be really close and... Um, if a few others get in trouble, you know, it's it's going to be super honest. And it's just such an opinion of this horse as well. And um, I think you were saying being backed for a stack to win this Blue Diamond as well. So we'll see some very happy owners if we can get up. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's work out a multi. All right, I'm going to go first, and I need to obviously catch up from you. So if anyone's just tuning in again, didn't listen to the beginning, Tommy went 50 bucks into two and a half grand with his multi last week. Uh, I didn't. I'm going Lady Laguna in race three. I know it's up against Cool and Gatter, but I'm just expecting Cool and Gatter to probably not run. Expect some deductions, but I think it's a pretty good bet. Lady Laguna, Annabelle and Hugh. I think Calcine Mav over in Caulfield, race number five. I see it winning, $3.20. And we'll round it out with very elegant to win the chipping Norton. You're getting 45 to 1, Tom. Mate, I'll go the uh, proven technique uh, last week <laughs> of three wins in a place. Um, mate, I'm going against you. I'm going Cascadian. I think um, I think it's a winnable race for it with Ollie aboard. I, I, it likes the Melbourne way of going. And I think it uh, sets it up there for a really nice run. And, I like Cascading uh, at Caulfield. A generation earlier on as well, I think it's a winnable race for it. Very 
uh, just maps really nicely, and I think um, we get the money with it. Ice baths, the best bet in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, just weather, McDonald on. I think just everything sets up really nice for ice bath. I'm taking the 2.30 for the multi. And just because of the story around it, and I think it's um, two two wins, and you're getting $3.10 a place. So it's really, uh, and trialed really well as well as Jamelzy for uh, Sunshine Coast trainer. Tom Button, I think three dollars ten the place uh, in a very open race um, is not bad as well. And I will say Moanga, I think um, is not part of the multi, but I think Moanga in the uh, other race can win another Group One fresh. But my multi are the other four legs, and it's about thirty eight, uh, thirty nine dollars. So yeah, not not as good as last week, but if it gets up, we'll be cheering. That's for sure. That's right, and that Jamelody is in the skyline, so race four a bit earlier. All right, um, you're working Saturday? Yeah, mate, yep. Uh, good day. Uh, I think Durban might be in a bit of trouble. Mm. Looking at the amount of rain hitting Queensland in the next, the next day or two, uh, they might be in a lot of trouble. I think the Gold Coast as well, so I don't know if there's going to be a lot of um, racing going on in Queensland, but plenty of good racing south of the border and, and in New South Wales, so still... We're seeing some of the good wet trackers, at least, um, in a in a couple of good group ones. All right, mate. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we have a, have another good day. We can land a couple of multis, big quaddy, and um, good luck, mate. Talk to you soon. Yeah, good on you, mate.